This is Monica Perez here with Brad Binkley. Hey, Binkley, how you doing? I'm great. I was in court yesterday or Monday, and I did not get the Jesse Smollett treatment. Oh, sounds painful. It was painful. It was um, oh not a good experience, and I can tell you that if the judge ever asks you what caused the accident, don't respond by saying climate change. You did not. They do not have a sense of humor in the Atlanta traffic court. Is that literally what you said? I just wanted to appeal to the audience I was playing to, okay? We're about to die in 12 years. How can anybody <laughs> drive in conditions like this? So did he hold you for contempt? She. She. Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. No, she did not. She almost did hold somebody else in contempt, though. She made this one lady sit in the jury box by herself and go last and then say, you better call somebody to come get your stuff because you might be going to jail after this. So it was like, damn. Wow. Yeah, it was hardcore. I want to do something different today. What do you think? I, I think that we should since we're experimenting. Yes, we're experimenting with our new quality podcast setup. So maybe we should thank all the generous Patreons and other donators for donors for giving us the impetus that we need to throw down what I'm going to say is the 50 podcasts and 50 weeks challenge in this new high quality environment. But maybe we can introduce some other formats in case we don't have the whole 90 minute. You're not going to believe this. Yes. So I'm going to try something new. Yes, because it does take a bit of research and time to find some of those. Yes, and at the same time, maybe we can experiment with a format that could segue us into a daily quick hit. Yes. So my idea is this. Every day when I read the newspaper or go through the news, I tweet headlines that catch my eye. I almost never tweet anything that I don't have some original insight that I want to share, and I feel like you do the same to me. And I used to compile those into a blog post, but that was a lot of work and it's not as fun. So I want to see if maybe we just take five tweets each that we tweeted, not retweeted, but actual original ideas, headlines of the day, and get each other's reactions. I'll tell you what I think. You can react or say pass, <laughs> whatever, no thoughts. And uh, I'll go first and you can go. We'll just take turns. Sounds good to me. Alrighty. So the first one, I'm going to just go in reverse order. So the latest thing I tweeted, I did not plan on doing this when I was tweeting this stuff. Maybe in the future, I will think about it that way. So I'm just going to go through and see what I think is interesting. Okay, here you go. Theresa May says she will stand down as prime minister once Brexit is delivered. Now, I say that, first of all, that's a conflict of interest, right? So she doesn't want to deliver it if it means she has to step down, I would assume. I got a tweet saying that she's not actually asking that Brexit be delivered. She's actually asking for something else, I guess a hybrid. Can, can I say something real quick? Well, the, can, let me just say the last thing and then you go. You get to react. The You and I, the minute that Brexit referendum came down, you and I both were like, meh, not sure that's going to happen. Yeah. All right, now what? Now it's your turn. The goal of every politician should be to make their job obsolete, but it's not. So I agree with what opposite. you're saying. It's the exact it's the opposite. opposite, which is the inherent conflict of interest. So maybe and this is a revolutionary idea. Maybe you take 
any any political position, like elect 10 people to every single congressional post or whatever, and give each one an assignment. He gets to pick what his issue is. And when that he has a year to accomplish it, if he accomplishes it in a year, he gets a bonus, and then the next guy moves in. Or he gets a promotion. You accomplish it, and then he gets to be senator. <laughs> you know? Or right. Or he's up the ladder. So give them an actual, like, what is it that you want to do, and give them an incentive to get that done, and have people vote, and if that is a good issue, whatever, then maybe you get elected. It's just it's just an idea to maybe tie... And then you don't even need geographic. If you're gonna if you're gonna make federal elections anyway, then why have them tied to regions? Why not have them tied to issues? The top ten issues will be the the people who get elected, or the top four hundred issues. Well, I think just about anything is going to be better than the current incentive structure of get nothing done and maintain your power. Right, and create maintain problems. Your power. Right, you have to create the problems. That's the thing. So that the. the Right makes you feel like you're always in danger, and the left makes you feel that you're going to go broke at any minute. And they make sure you have no savings account so that you can. Okay, so now you do a tweet. All right. I tweeted an article at you earlier titled, is from the Washington Post, Facebook says it will now block white nationalist, white separatist post, and it is doing this in response to the New Zealand shooting a few weeks ago. So we talked about that at length. It was very clear there were all sorts of dialectics going on there, all sorts of policies being promoted. They immediately made a massive change in their resistance-grade weaponry, taking the big guns off the street. The target-grade weaponry, the handguns that will get the <laughs> the gendarmerie to put you down, that you can still hold in your hand. But the stuff that might give you a chance to fight back, they took that. And uh, the censorship, the mental health stuff. Did you catch that Parkland victims had gone to Christchurch a few months ago? I did see that. Yeah, and they're they're uh, sad for their their friends that who they made over there. That's a weird coincidence. Yeah, another weird coincidence about Christchurch about Christchurch is that you know that always throws me that it's Christchurch and it was a, a mosque i was confused until i understood the region a little bit oh, better oh yes but yeah, it's yeah. that it's one of the five gateways to antarctica in the world and it is has super mass surveillance there's mm-hmm. yeah there's like a history of mass surveillance there mm-hmm. and antarctica is one of the most secretive places on earth like there's no other secretive right. place on earth. All of the countries of the world right. that are there, you can't even take a vacation to Antarctica. It's the it is the seat of the deep state. It's where the aliens. It's yeah. where whatever you because wanna... there's no there no no population has jurisdiction over it. Nobody can demand accountability from their government. Nothing could be illegal there. Yeah. And you're telling me that somebody can walk around shooting people for 20 minutes without being seen. And then drive seen. to another place that, you, you, we can't, and start shooting them there. We can't get into Antarctica. We'd probably get shot if people we tried to get into Antarctica. That were, they were stopped in the street. The, the cops had the street cordoned off while it was still going on. I'm just not buying that they're going to protect and lock down Antarctica. That, that was such a stronghold there, but they're going to say, ah, we're right. going to kind of be a little lax in right. one of the five gateways just, to get in here. Yeah, guarding the wormhole. You can do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, at, the, at that mosque over there. It's like, <laughs> it's like Deep Space Nine. It's the guarding uh, the wormhole. All right, my turn. All right, I, I tweeted a little... I don't know what you call it, but it's the one sentence 
blurb on the front page of the Wall Street Journal. I like to tweet these out. They're usually just all you need. A Trump administration legal request to strike down the Affordable Care Act has unleashed fresh attacks from Democrats and stoked a feud among Republicans. And what I ha- what I noticed, John Jasper, if I hope he doesn't mind if I use his name, but uh, he he had told us when the Brexit vote came down originally that the thing that got people out to vote for Brexit was that their national health care was was buckling under the burden of uh, immigrants, I guess it was. And it made them just, they, you can't have both. You can't have socialized medicine within your nation state and unfettered access to it from across the border. And that's when I realized that uh, the national healthcare system in England, year after year after decade after decade, is always what I just dubbed the indispensable wedge issue. That it is the issue that creates just, it's like our Supreme Court. But what about the Supreme Court, the Second Amendment, abortion? Uh, the Supreme Court, you have to have the Republican Democrat thing because of the Supreme Court. Now, that's, uh, they've brought health care to us as one of those indispensable wedge issues. So when the Republicans, they're getting, they're getting Obamacare turned over, like they eliminated the mandate. Now, courts are saying it's no good because it's already been inserted into the fabric, the infrastructure of the economy so that they're not going to just pull it out and let it collapse. They, they will, I mean, I assume that the left is happy to see it collapse so they can replace it with the, uh, universal, the one payer system. And that is the old, Cloward and Piven approach of collapsing the system so you can replace it with a more communist system, which you told me was called accelerationism. Is that not correct? Yes, accelerationism, where you, you know, there's a lot of people who voted for Donald Trump or wanted Donald Trump in is part of the theory is because they wanted to accelerate the collapse. And that's what the New Zealand guy said he wanted to do. He yes. wanted to spark a gun control event so that gun rights advocates would would take it harder. It's what Judas supposedly did to Jesus. Wow. Oh yeah. You never heard uh-huh. that? That he that he was a militant and he and he wanted liberation from Rome for Israel. And he knew that Christ was the Messiah, but he thought of it in earthly terms and he said, Well if I turn him in, he's gonna have to just turn the tables on them the way he did in the temple. Didn't work out that way. No, it did not. I ran that past my mother because sometimes I hear these things. My mother be like, that's not true. That's not right. <laughs> so she was like, I think so. <laughs> so I take that to the bet. She's she's the the last word on that stuff. That's who you test. That's who you test that stuff on. Yes, she's really one of a kind. She's the very humble and spiritual person. I mean, she really likes she's the only person I ever met who's. Like literally, she's happy, happy as a clam, and waiting to meet Jesus, like patiently but <laughs> eagerly. Yeah, no, I mean it's messed up. Like people will yeah. say they have a lot of faith, but when push comes to shove, I've seen it. It's like, please, please, one more pill. She's yeah. just like, no more pills. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> like, mom, sorry, you're in great health. Nah, please, we'll see. Anyway, so all right, now you. This is a local story. From the AJC, Brookhaven passes ordinance allowing electric scooters 
My guess being because the city council there must hate its citizens. <laughs> okay, because is that the thing where they throw them on the sidewalk? Bird people scooters just... are a plague on the city of Atlanta. Yeah, people like break their legs and stuff, right? People they are going to Grady Hospital. There oh my are. Gosh. Are yeah. they getting hit by them? Like, what's the problem? Well, I. They're, yeah, people are getting. They have to be getting, getting hit by them every time I leave the studio. I go down Peachtree usually, and there's people walking everywhere. And always, always while there's people walking everywhere, there's some jerk or a couple of jerks just weaving in and out of the sidewalk. These things go like 35 miles an hour. People walk like three or four miles. Wait, an they're hour. on the sidewalk. Yes, this. I think I, they might I be go changing it. Apoplectic when there's a bicycle on the sidewalk. It's unbelievable. It, it, it's so the most dangerous thing, even in car accidents, is when things are going different speeds. Yeah. So if everybody's going 60 on the highway, it's way safer than people, go, people going 50 and 30. Yeah, and these people are driving in and out of other people, not to Ugh. mention they just throw them on the sidewalk Ugh. somewhere. Sometimes they tip out into the middle of the road, but there's always some dude who's just like riding it. He's like a, he's like a dog, just his tongue hanging out, and he's really happy. <laughs> and his girlfriend is like hanging on with two hands with her legs whipping up and down on the sidewalk, holding on for dear life. Just, well, I had a friend who had trouble with like DWIs, I guess. I don't know. Or maybe just was afraid of them. I'm not sure. And uh, the solution was to use those things. I think that. I mean, think about that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, we don't <laughs> need drunk not, people on these things. That's a terrible idea. It's terrible. I was like, it was like, yeah, my girl was on the handlebars. They're not that like, easy to drive. The handlebars? What? Oh, it was the best. It's like, I couldn't. That, so she was in front of you? Them. Oh, my gosh. They need to make this fair. If overnight they're going to drop a whole bunch of bird scooters on the sidewalk, <laughs> they need to drop along with them a bunch of spiked clubs so the people walking can play the game, too. <laughs> That's a good idea. All right, I have another one. You ready? Yeah. Okay. And this is a headline I tweeted. Barbara Bush. Had, this is from Huffington Post, I think. Barbara Bush had a clock that counted down Donald Trump's presidency in her bedroom. <laughs> the former first lady also blamed Trump for her hospitalization per a new book. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, how old was she when she died? In her 90s. I'm sure she's worried about when Donald Trump's right. going to be out of office. That's what she's right. So my mother, who is 90... She was the biggest, like, I, when she would come over, I would, I just had to brace myself for, like, the Fox News turned up to 11 in the middle of the house. I'd be like, okay, I can't, I can't take, like, two weeks of Fox News. She came to visit me this time. She's there for, like, five or six weeks. She's like, I can't listen to that stuff. I like to watch guys play baseball, <laughs> and I like Jep. So we always sit around and watch Jeopardy, but she's done with Fox News. The And... Her backwards counting clock is not about the Trump presidency. I can't imagine whose is when you're at that age. Why would you care? I mean, anyway, so and there were a lot of people who loved it. They were like, that's why I loved. I really miss the miss the Bush and Reagan years. And then, well, it's like John McCain. It's like all these people who are dead now are. Donald Trump's rival. Yeah, that's really funny. Right. I mean, that was my thing. Was that, do I really think? So it's in her book, right? But she's dead. 
So we don't know who wrote her book or if she thought it was okay. You know what I mean? It's if, just ridiculous. Yeah, if, and if Trump responds to this at all, in any way responsive, responds to it, the headline is going to be like, Trump bashes Barbara Bush's dead body <laughs> with a bat. on the White House lawn. <laughs> so I had a really good comment from uh, Greg Sweet pointed out that Stephen Hawking – Hawkins, you know who he is? Yeah. So he's the smartest guy, basically, who on earth at the time, right? He died recently. And Greg Sweet pointed out that the smartest guy, like the oracle of genius, like channeling Einstein, his voice comes out of a computer. He can't move at all or mm -hmm. speak. You know what I mean? So there's no, I know I've told you this before, but it was just such a brilliant insight. So all these dead people writing books about how much they hate Trump. <laughs> Yeah. It's just, I, I don't know, call me crazy, but I view that with skepticism. Well, Stephen Hawking's dead as well. Yeah, so maybe he'll write a book about Trump. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he left he'll it in his laptop. The... There's going to be something found in Stephen Hawking's laptop. It's like uh, Edward Snowden. He's still, there's still like this unending cache of documents that he snuck out in his four like little Chewbacca hard drive. You know, he had like thumb drives. Yeah. <laughs> like, and uh, anyway, so it's just an, a limitless amount of information that he's going to be generating with that one picture of him with like <laughs> the same haircut, the same glasses. Okay, your turn. From Wired, can AI be a fair judge in court? Estonia thinks so. The place to look for innovation in IT technologies like artificial uh, – government usually isn't the place to look for technology like um, artificial intelligence. But Estonia's chief data officer um, has pushed to insert artificial intelligent machine learning into providing the, the legal services uh, to 1.3 million citizens. We want government to be as lean as possible. So they're going to have they're AI – They're doing what to 1.3 million citizens? AI judge. Wait, why do 103, 1.3 million citizens need a judge? I missed that one, like, clause. It was just a detail in the, in the beginning okay. of, the, of the amount of people that are in Estonia. Oh, 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 okay. So. It's a robot judge. Uh-huh. That could uh, adjudicate small claims disputes of less than $8,000. How is that possible? Well, I guess we're going to find out in Estonia. Well, I'll tell you, it would absolutely shut the whole thing down because you could enter it into an algorithm. They could have like a little app. Would you win? Yeah. You, all, all you have to do is just click you from your phone. Put your stuff in there and it'll tell you. It'll always tell everyone you will lose. And the, <laughs> just shut down the entire – you never have to pay for a court case again. The pilot program is starting – by focusing on contract disputes, which is not a simple thing to adjudicate. There's a lot of right, right. Language. Of course, this is what this is why we have the common law system, which is why I like the common law system. So for hundreds of years, if not longer, from reaching back into our English heritage, every conceivable case that ever came up was just judged, and then you have precedence because. The closer you can come to your fact set, the more visibility you had to the outcome and the more it conforms with our sense of justice as it's evolved. 
that but the nuances are so great that I prefer the common law system to the statuary statutory system <laughs> where everything is addressed by a law that was written out in advance that the statute takes precedence. No, I like that's the French way if I'm not mistaken. And our way is where your it's experience and i mean an elder could say yeah when two people are drinking from the same water the guy upstream you know whatever isn't allowed to pee it's like okay that's well established people are not only having sex with robots now (laughs) robots are determining whether or not we're going to be held liable for criminal activity potentially i mean this is one of the highest jobs you could give a, a person let alone a robot and what are are they going to be better judges of what deep fakes are? They say, well, that wasn't even real. So, yeah, this to me, <sighs> this is giving ultimate power over to the robots right here. This is where it all begins. Oh, this is the rise of the machines. Yeah. Nice. Because a judge can determine the path of someone's life. On their interpretation. Yeah, that's pretty scary. I mean, if it's if it if there's no recourse, if this is really a final verdict, that is scary. Well, of course, trial by jury. To me, I don't think that you should be able to waive that. I think plea bargains are a moral hazard. I yeah. don't think you should. I think it not only not have a judge, but only have a jury. When we enter, I mean, a you can have a judge, but you have to yeah. have a jury. We are told to rise for the honorable judge so and so. Told yeah. to ri- the only other people that we rise for are a woman walking down the aisle and a preacher or a pastor. So we're adding a robot rise for your robot judge, your robot overlord. Yeah, that's, that's it's a slippery slope. Scary. They're playing with over there. Scaring me. All right, I'm gonna. I know I said no retweets, but I've got one from More News One, who says that in Rockland County. New York, they are banning unvaccinated children from being in public after a measles outbreak. I saw that. So the anti-vax thing is rising fast. And so is the the mental health thing, which I saw Lady Gaga at the Grammys just flooring it, (laughs) just jamming her big giant platforms on the accelerator for the mental health issue. Oh, and I, for the past two days, people have been just bombarding me. You might have seen my Twitter feed bombarding me with, ta- uh, with cases of suicides after mass shootings. And of yeah. course, for like people who think there's more to those stories than are reported by the mainstream media. It looks like people are being silenced or um, can't live with their themselves. But after a while, just too many were coming up. And I said, look, I think this is setting us up for some other dialectic. Like this, this low-hanging fruit is just not normal. And today, this day, uh, I got a tweet saying um, that Lindsey Graham says in the shadow of suicide senate panel makes rare move to consider gun control and sucker for trump says see something say something plus involuntary institutionalizing 
So the suicides did spark uh, a policy move. Uh, anyway, what sorry, I know I'm breaking again? my own damn rules. They want to use the story of the suicides to make emergency gun control laws and and involuntary institutionalization. Oh wow! Red flag laws—it's called here. Red flag laws. Flag that term. There's another slippery slope there. What's going to be a red red flag? Somebody who is violating Facebook's new white nationalist. You're not allowed to post white nationalist whatever on Facebook. And what if actually what if you're an anti-vaxxer? Isn't that so anti-social? Anti-vaxxer is liable to get you locked up. I mean that really. The measles. I, 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 it's like when Bloomberg wanted to ban sugary drinks or limit the size of sugary drinks. I thought, well, he's just going to drive people to neutral sweet, which is much worse for you. So what's worse, the measles or or like chicken pox, a chicken pox vaccine that keeps you from being immune to chicken pox as an adult or There was that, a story about like, they were getting on somebody for putting their kid around other people with chicken pox recently, which is something Yeah, it was the governor do. governor of Kentucky maybe. Yeah. And yeah, I was going to talk about that, but I didn't have time and and this is the uh, this is the end of our of our experiment. What do you think, Binkley? I think it was, uh, you know, we have to polish it up a little bit, but we're working on a new board here. Do you want to give one quick thought on the Jesse Smollett j- drop charges? <laughs> well, what I tweeted to you, since this is a, a Twitter special, is they're going to have to get better writers if they don't want us to keep guessing the endings. And we can wrap it up with that. Thank everybody for listening. Thank everybody who's donated to us to help us uh, continue moving on. If you want to uh, donate, help us out, you can do so at PayPal or you can become a Patreon. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you all next time. Later.